Welcome to Bear Necessities, your official Coventry Bears podcast. My name is Dave Musson. I'm one of the co-hosts on the show and I'm just here quickly to introduce what is a bonus little episode to throw out there for you just after the end of a terrific 2021 season. Um, And for this episode, we're meeting one of the key players in that season, the new Bears record point scorer in a single season. It is, of course, Dan Coates. So over the course of the next 10 minutes or so, you can listen to me chatting to Dan all about his decision to come to Coventry, his journey into the game up in the northeast around Newcastle, um, and some of his favourite memories from this 2021 season. Um, I think you'll agree that anyone who's seen the Bears this year will know just what an important person Dan has been to the team this year. Um, his points record speaks for itself, but he has really grown and developed as a player over the course of years. So it was a real treat to get him on the show. So do sit back, enjoy this one, and uh, keep an eye out on your podcast feed because who knows when we might just pop up again with another interview with another player, maybe the coaching staff, maybe a bit of a season review. Who knows? Something will happen. We just don't know exactly when. So stay subscribed. Keep an eye out for your feed. But for now, sit back and enjoy a bit of reflection with the Bears' record point score in a single season. It's Dan Coates. Well, Dan, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks, mate. How are you? Yeah, yeah, really well, thank you. Um, only one place to start. I mean, season's just finished and you have ended it as the Bears' all-time record point scorer in a single season. And not only that, in a season that has been shortened and condensed and all of that kind of stuff. I know this is a team game and the squad this year is very much about the team, but for that as a personal achievement for you, how how did that feel to to tick that one off in the final game? Uh, yeah, to be honest, that's what I was thinking about in that last game, just trying to get them points. But um, yeah, as an individual season, it's been great, obviously. Coming down to Coventry, I didn't really know what to expect. But um, great set of lads, great coach. Um, yeah, and like just really good season all around. Um, been allowed to express myself, which maybe perhaps in the past I haven't really been given the chance to do that. So being able to play freely and with confidence. In terms of your decision-making to come down to the Bears, because obviously you, you were in the Newcastle system and you're very highly thought of there. What was the appeal about the Bears, how did how did Rich and and Alan sell it to you? Was it was it purely the the chance to to play more frequently, or was was there anything else about the club that um that appealed? My mate Sandy went down. Sandy Ray went down uh, the back end of last year before COVID, and uh, he was telling me like that he enjoyed it and stuff. Things were going weren't going great at Thunder with like not not playing very often and things, and just standing on the sidelines at training. And I really wasn't enjoying rugby at all. So um, I thought, you know, it's probably time for a change. I give Sandy a message and then Sandy told Rich and then Rich got in contact and we um, we sorted things out. And he, he basically told me that I've got the six or seven spot, whichever one I want, and you can come down and just give it a try and see if, how you go. Yeah, yeah. So take me back to... Um so when you got into the sport, because obviously people will, will notice from your accent and have probably most fans probably know anyway, you, you know, you are you are from the northeast, you came through that that Newcastle system. And that is an area that, like Coventry and the Midlands are trying to do, is is seen as an expansion area of the game and is, you know, it's certainly not a traditional rugby league heartland. So how how did you find rugby league? How did you get into it? Uh, I started playing union, like that's when I first got into rugby. 
And then um, I just used rugby league as like a, a way to get fit, if you know what I mean. Like my mate asked me to come down. He's like, yeah, just come and see how you like it. This was when I was about 12 or 13. And uh, I went down, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it was a much better game, much faster game, which I, that suited me. And when I was 12 or 13, I was scoring for like quite a few tries. I mean, not like I do now, but um, yeah, I was, I was, I really enjoyed it. And then obviously going to the scholarship at, at North East, that's what it was, uh, before I went to Newcastle Thunder. I didn't play a game when I was 15 for them, for the scholarship. I was too small. I was branded as too small and too like weak to be able to play at 16s. And then when I went to when I got to 16, I went through a massive growth spurt, so I grew a little bit. And then I played every game in that year, and I sort of found my love for it again, and uh, really enjoyed it. So then I went on to the college sort of scholarship scheme and the academy there, played week in week out, and then on my third year I tore my ACL. So that was me done for a year. My last year, that was the year I broke into the first team. So that was quite difficult to deal with at the same time. And then. The year after, played a few games, like you said, at Thunder. But then COVID hit, so I haven't really had like a constant, you know, week in, week out rugby since this season. And I think that's good. So it's been great. And in terms of the like the appetite for for rugby league up, up in Newcastle, because because I, I I mean I went up to a Thunder game when the Bears played in 2018 and was really impressed at how it seems like the the league club and the union club are very much on a on a level playing field on that ground. And, and like Newcastle, you know, people know it as a sport mad city and, it, you know, there's, there's one football team, there's one rugby team, there's one league team. And it's an area that people just love to get behind, um, behind their sports teams. So what, what sort of appetite has there been for, for rugby league in particular around there? I think um, definitely now it, it's, it's growing a lot more what they're doing with the community, what I see, what they're doing with the community and things. They, they're expanding, they're getting more teams out there. Even if it's not exactly in Newcastle, it's around Newcastle. It's definitely growing the word of rugby league up there, if you, if you say so. So um, I think league's really grown up there. So yeah, I think they're doing a great job. Of expanding the sport, and do you see do you see any similarities coming down to the Midlands and seeing seeing the state of the sport in the Midlands? Do you see any any similarities, perhaps where Newcastle might have been a few years ago in the northeast? Do you see do you see any sort of similar potential for for that broadening of the sport? Definitely, with with Alan trying to get them, I think they've, they've made quite a few clubs down there. I know a few of the lads do the coaching in and around that, and I think that's really good for the sport down there as well. I think it's where Newcastle started off with like a small base of clubs. And I think once that grows and they get the word out and expands, I think it'll be massive there because it's a massive area. So there's no reason why it can't grow down there. So so let's let's bring it back to this season then. You you, you come down and you you know you're in the team and you're playing every week. And I think one of one of the big things we noticed on the podcast this year, certainly in among the backs, was it was a pretty settled lineup this year. And you know, you're either side you've got the Wellums, you've got Dave Scott, you've got Nathan behind you. Nice blend of of, of experience and and real cre- creativity. What what was that like being part of that unit, and how how did they help maybe free you up to to have the season you had? I think um, Dave definitely helped me a lot with his experience and stuff, being in and around the game for like a long time. That allowed me just to sort of do what I want. So that's that's really helped. He's been really good guidance wise as well I've never been shy to go and have a word with him if I need something or 
if I need some advice, he's always say, said, like, you come to me and I'll, I'll show you the way, I'll help you. So I think it's been really nice. And obviously with the Wellhams, they've been about a bit. Uh, so it's it's just been really good. And then you've got Nathan, who's quite still quite young himself as well. So there's a good blend in there of like young and old, experienced and inexperienced players. And I think it's really worked well this year. One thing that people comment on when they see you play a lot and, and we've touched on it in the podcast is is your your kicking style the way the ball spins out when you kick the ball it, is there something unique or special that you're doing there like what, how how do you make that happen no not really i just i'm just kicking it as hard as i can no um to be fair i do go in practice quite a lot when away from training like i'll go with my girlfriend or i'll go with one of my mates or something and i'll, I'll practice uh my kicking because obviously we train once a week there so it's not it's not full on but obviously you need to work on stuff outside of training as well and I think that's really shown as well towards the back end of the year with my kicking uh, I know I wasn't really getting high percentages at the start of the year so I sort of fixed that and um, went away and trained with my girlfriend and stuff and um, I think that's showed, really showed a difference. So you, you touched on the fact that the Bears training was basically once a week uh, during the season. And it's something we talked about with Rich throughout the year is that, you know, that you've got players coming from all over the country to come together and play under the Bears badge and, and wear the Bears shirt and, and do the business together. How how easy slash difficult has it been to build this team spirit? Because it's definitely been noticeable from the stands that there is a real strong spirit in this squad. Is it just... Is it just a case that you you just get on, or are you are you doing things outside of training, outside of games, to to stay connected and build that that unity? I think just from pre season when we train Saturdays, uh, I think we all just clicked. Like I think a few of the lads who had been there previously have said like you used to just turn up for training, get out your cars, train, get back in your cars. But with um, with this year, I think like you know we've all had a bit of crack on with each other and. You know, it's been quite relaxing, quite refreshing as well. Not like very, I know obviously we train hard when we, want to, when we need to train hard, but it's not like intense all the time. And people are allowed to just express themselves and just be free, if you know what I mean. And I think that's really shown in like the, the times where we've had to dig deep and obviously come back from big score lines like we did at Hunza. I think that really showed as well. Yeah, yeah. So bringing it back onto you then, then this record-breaking season, if I forced you to pick your your personal highlight from what you've contributed this year, what, what would be the standout moment for you from this season? I think you, you can't look any further than the London Scholars one where two points, I think. Um, yeah, that was pretty good for me, uh, even though I missed one about 30 seconds before that from the exact same position, I think. Um, yeah, I can't look any further than that. So, yeah, that was that's definitely been my highlight of the year. I'm guessing with your try away at Doncaster, a close second. Oh, that was a good one as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, Dan, I, I really appreciate you coming on the podcast and it's it's really good to, to chat to you and, and celebrate what a terrific year you've had and what a contribution you've made to the Bears. Now, I'm not going to put you in any awkward position because we're very realistic here at the Bears and, and all of the fans. Like, I don't want you to say, oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to be at the Bears next season and stuff. So... I think whatever happens to you as you go on in your career, the Bears fans are going to be incredibly grateful and proud of what you contributed to the team. And we, you know, whatever happens, wherever you end up in the game, you're always going to have a bunch of fans in the Midlands. 
if and I don't want this to feel like a sort of parting shot again I don't want to make this this awkward for anyone but I guess just as a just as a message from you to the fans as we sit here at the end of the season regardless of what happens from here on in have you got anything you you'd like to say to to those listening and those those fans of the Bears obviously a, a massive thank you for people who've travelled all over the country to watch us play even though sometimes we might have not put in the best performances, but I think the support's always been there. And it's always great after a game when you go on Twitter and social media and you see the fans still behind you. I mean, some clubs some clubs you don't get that. Um, and I think down at the Bears, it's quite special and they've definitely made me feel like part of the, part of the Bears family. And I think um, that's quite a special environment to be in. I think players, some players might take that for granted or in other places, but with me, um, with it being like a breakout year, I've I've lapped it all up and I've took it all in. I've really enjoyed it. Obviously, don't know what's going to happen next year, but uh, yeah, just thank you to everyone, the club, the owner, Alan. He's been great. I know he really wants to make stuff work and uh, I really think they've got a good thing going down there. Great. Well, well thank you to you as well, Dan. Um, obviously, your contributions on the pitch have been terrific and it's been great watching you grow, watching you develop chatting to your dad during the games as well you know it's it, it, you are forever part of the family now whatever happens from here on in and, and you'll always you you're you're our record point scorer so that is you are down in bears history for from here on in well dan it's it's been great to chat to you um best of luck for the off season and um yeah just uh just stay in touch whatever happens we, we, it's been a pleasure to have you as part of the bears family this year and really appreciate you coming on the podcast as well thanks mate nice to speak to you